2: to episode 34 of B&I the Australian story. Here we are. It's actually sunny in Victoria today and I'm joined by our executive director and co-host of the show, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi Brent.
0: Well, typical Victoria. It wasn't sunny when I went out the spot. <laughs> it was raining. So, uh great to be here with you again B and great to be here for episode 34. Just before we start up, as we know, we're coming up to uh, leadership team changeover in October, and I just wanted to give a real big shout out to all of the outgoing leadership teams who have done an exceptional job during these uh, unprecedented times we've just been through over the last term. So to those people, thank you very much. We really appreciate you. Thank you to all the b and support staff and how we've, uh, how we've come through this uh, really well with people supporting each other, helping each other through it. It's absolutely been amazing and no better time than being BNI. And that all comes from our leadership down. So thank you very much to those guys and uh, congratulations to the new team and onward and upward from here.
2: It is a very exciting time, but I'd also just like to say, how good has the BNI training been through this time? I don't think we will ever go back. Well, I don't know. Obviously, people at B need to make that decision, but... Who'd want to go back to doing it face-to-face where you've got to find the time to drive to a venue and take three hours out of your day, sit in, sit in a room um, and, you know, tea and coffee and bickies, that's always nice. But I did the leadership training the other day. I walked into my office. I sat in the training. It was great. I was really engaged. I had two or three trainers there online. It was it was unbelievable what we're doing now.
0: Yeah, some of the things, the pivots we've made that were unintended from this, but Born out of necessity, and actually a lot of those things will be with us to say because they work They worked really well, so um, that's one of the wins uh, that's come from this. Uh, utilising the Zoom platform and utilising that so we can have a, a national training, which has been we've had really good feedback from members going through on the surveys. Uh, they love getting online. They love meeting people, not just from around their area, but from around the country because. This has been done on a national basis, and as we're recording this, this afternoon is our last one. We've done five lots of trainings for each uh, leadership team role, workshops, and uh, this will be our last one this afternoon as we speak, and obviously this comes out a little bit later than we we record it, but uh, before today, we trained over 2,000 members through that process, which has been absolutely amazing, and some sessions have had 150 people in it. Yeah, you know, could you imagine that? And uh, I know we even did our our uh, our region one on on the last Monday gone through the same setup for the first time. We got more people there than we would to a face to face for the region uh, for the region session. So uh, for for us, that's a win uh, for our members. It's a lot more convenient. Uh, there's no costs in venues and all that sort of thing. So it's it's one of the great things that's come out of this. And uh, and you know, it's an amazing way we've actually pivoted. Um, from this and taking advantage of the situation, you find yourself, you know, um, find yourself in, so to speak.
2: I think just if you thought BNI couldn't bring you any more value, Zoom has definitely done that. It's brought it straight to your front door. And so make sure if you did attend any of the trainings, you log your CEU points because uh, it just goes to show everyone in the re- in the room that you're learning more about BNI, the system, and about how to utilise that uh, system in your business. For those of you who are listening, BNI Australia is a powerful and collaborative business organisation built on relationships, and these are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation, and our service is designed to offer members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts, and most importantly, business referrals. And our guest today really does value referrals, and his business is based on marketing and strategies. Brent, would you like to do the honours?
0: Well, yep. believe you know this person quite well because you actually introduced him to B&I originally, V. So we've got Brett Stone from BNI, and Caram Downs in Victoria with us today, and his business is BSDA, and he's a digital ad agency. So welcome, Brett, and uh, nice to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thanks very much for having me. Great to be here.
0: Now, one of the reasons why we got you on this podcast is you've got a really interesting story because this is your second time around at B&I. And you were, I hope you don't mind me saying, but you were actually terminated by your chapter the first time around and uh, cooled your heels a bit and, uh, and worked your way back in and turned things around. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but um, obviously, uh, how did you find out about B&I in the first place?
1: Well, firstly, I just want to acknowledge that incredible Arnold Schwarzenegger reference as well, because "Terminated" was a great way to great way to put it. Very dramatic. Very well, we dramatic. said
0: earlier it's better than saying you got the ass, but that, <laughs> yeah, and it was, you might have gone out with a bit of a, I'll be back. That's <laughs> right, exactly. See, perfect. Oh, segue. Hey, if we're doing Arnold references today, I'm cool I'll with it. Don't,
2: don't you get started? Don't you get started? And actually, just. Um, Brett, just before you, you go any further, i just like to say that our podcast today, um, and I appreciate you being on the podcast, is really about trust. Trust in the process, trust in in your own skills in your business, and also just trust in the people that um, are around to support you. You were always excellent at what you did, and that's why you ended up in BNI in the first place. But tell us the story. Well, I,
1: I think my business started uh, about three and a half years ago. Um, I've been doing what I do now in various capacities, probably for about 10 or 11 years. But as a business, about three and a half years ago it started and you came and saw me actually um, as as a client, Veronica, uh, about um, maybe two months into my business starting and said, look, I've got this this business and, you know, can you help me with that? We had a great conversation and then as you were leaving, you sort of said to me, look, um, you know, I'd love you to come along to this meeting. There's other business owners there. It'd be really great for you, especially since you're just starting out. Um, you know, can you come along? And at that point, I'd sort of been to, I, I'd come, just come out of a, um, having a software startup. So I was used to going to kind of networking events really regularly and, um, you know, anywhere from maybe a dozen people to like 500 people at these events. And so I thought, you know, that's just another networking event for sure. Yeah, yeah you know, I've got it in the bag. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to come along. So um, obviously I, I came along and my experience straight away was very different. Firstly, quarter to seven in the morning. <laughs> now, coming from being a creative and coming from the software world, yeah. nothing happens before about 11 a.m. Yeah. So uh, that was the first first shock. But once I got past that and got a bit of coffee into me, um, the, what followed was an incredible experience for me. You know, it was, I was used to going to networking events, pressing palms, exchanging business cards. And just sort of saying to each other you know yep i'll call you or you'll call me and that's it and you never hear from anybody again and so that's sort of what i expected but what i got was very different the the outcome was hearing about real businesses real exchange of business and obviously everybody there kind of there to support each other's business Rather than kind of looking out for themselves, and maybe that's uh, that's that's certainly where I went wrong in the beginning. Before, uh, as Brent so eloquently put put it, before got terminated.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I've been doing this for twenty years, Brent, and uh, and I was never a morning person, and, and very very much our, our first groups are all seven a.m. starts and all breakfast meetings, and. Uh, Yes, I used to walk in late every now and then as well myself. So, uh, but uh, but now to the point where um, it's pretty hard to have a sleep because you're up early most mornings now. So it sort of gets ingrained into you. So um, you found B and I a bit different to the other networking meetings, and um, what made you then want to actually uh, you know think like, oh, okay, this could be good for my business going forward?
1: I think. Um Obviously, it's one thing to hear about a networking event, because the immediate response, if you're not familiar with the benefits of BNI, um, the immediate response is, oh, it's like the other networking events. And so you go along with that expectation. So for me, that's what I brought to the meeting, but it was very quickly sort of, you know, corrected Um by hearing people say, you know, the exact amount of business that had been passed, you know, it wasn't like a casual thing, like, oh, yeah, I, I made that phone call or I called that person. It was I sent this person this reference and um, or referral and as a result of that, they generated this much exactly from that transaction. And so hearing that monetary transaction in the room and the way that there was genuine support and kind of a a a little bit of like a family environment um that was really what separated it from anything else because you go to the other events and it's often you know strangers all the time and that doesn't necessarily make for a great experience when you're networking I think networking is really about like Veronica said at the top of the show trust So you you don't build that trust in a 30-second exchange of business cards. You build that trust by turning up every week, doing the right things, helping each other, and that's really what I found BNI to be about.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I've I've seen, um, you know, people go to networking events and they go to their cell. Yeah, they usually go there to try and sell something in a networking event. And, uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to... uh, to be asked to you know do do a speech at, at networking events to, to different chambers of commerce and other organisations and one of the things I love doing I said well um, who come here to sell something today and everyone puts their hand up I said okay who come here who's buying today and no one puts their hand up <laughs> so you know it's all about actually building the relationships because you just can't like a lot of people treat it as okay here's an opportunity to go and sell something to someone or, or try and do some deals because i'm meeting in the room with business people no one's buying there everyone's there for the you know everyone's there for the same reason so uh but if you can build the relationships and go on that and that's what makes b and i so great because you can own, you can't help yourself actually because you're meeting everyone on that regular basis you can't help yourself building those relationships over Meeting everyone every week at the same time each week. So, how long was your first step uh, in BNI before um, before you got the uh, the Arnold? <laughs>
1: um, it would have been probably about six months. Six months, yeah. and and I reckon I was probably late to seven of those uh, uh, seven of those six months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and how long were you, how long were you out and, and what was the sort of realisation that you wanted to sort of get back in? Because, you know, um, your chapter probably took a bit of a leap of faith uh, giving you another go.
1: Absolutely. Um, and I think, um, so for me, I guess the things that, that I struggled with in my first stint in BNI was really, firstly, was turning up on time. So not... Not, And it's a credit to one of the other members that's still part of the chapter, Anton, who used to um, pull me aside regularly and say, turning up on time isn't turning up at seven o'clock, turning up on time is being 15 minutes early. So, um, you know, bringing that um, when I had time to sort of, you know, step away and not be part of BNI still having those relationships with some of the members um, like Antoine and Dennis and Veronica and a handful of others meant that they would. I would still stay in contact with them. They would check in with me and say, you know, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? You know, because I think they could see that um, I had really learnt from my experience. You know, I had really learned I know, I think through conversations I've had with Veronica and other members, I've been very... Um, very happy to acknowledge that that first um, stint in BNI was I was an inexperienced business owner I had a different expectation for what it meant to be part of a professional networking group versus just doing networking and those things are very separate and it took that um, you know that experience to to realize the difference and appreciate the difference obviously and then really think about how, if I was to come back, how I could offer more as a member and and really think more about others than me.
0: Yeah, and it takes me back to that saying by Ralph Waldo Emerson, what you do thunders so loudly above your head that I can't hear the words you speak. And what that is about is your actions speak louder than your words. And if people uh, see you turning up uh, late for meetings and not paying them enough respect to turn up to a business meeting on time uh, or not turning up at all, their perception is their reality. So you're giving them the perception, okay, if I put this guy in front of my best customer and he has an appointment with them at a certain time, is he going to be late for them? Probably because that's his perception because he's he's not respectful of our particular time. And, uh, and that perception goes right through and then it gives puts people's uh, doubt in people's mind on whether they want to refer you because when you give out a referral, you're giving out, you're risking your reputation and if you do the wrong thing by that person or make that person look bad, it's not only you that looks bad, it's them that looks bad as well. So it's building that trust and to build that trust you need to give people the confidence to put you in front of their best clients like that. Veronica?
2: Um. Just exactly what you said, Brett, but I just want to give you a different perspective. So I actually um, know Brett personally and he is someone that I highly refer. And when I um, invited him to the meeting, I invited him because I highly, he is highly referable and very good at what he does. However, what you were just saying, not only did um, Brett's credibility take a hit, um, my credibility, I felt, took a hit also because I'm the person who introduced him to the room. Now, when you're on the, the chapter itself at that time, I was president, It was going through a very vulnerable time and we got down to about, I think it was 16 or 17 members. So, and this is just a message for chapters out there that you've got to be very careful when you bring members into the room that the expectations are really clear because we don't just need bodies in the room. We need bodies that are going to be completely successful. So, in some ways, we I might have missed the mark with Brett also. Maybe there was some information that wasn't missing, but... The accountability side let you down and I think after you had left the process, trust the process, the process obviously terminated um, over a period of time, you know, there was letters and all that kind of stuff, but after a period of time, then you started looking at other chapters because I think that you were thinking, okay, I still want to get back into b i if that door's closed, I'll keep looking at other doors. The interesting thing is you came back to me a few times, Brett, and you said none of the chapters are like your chapter. Now, we were one of the smallest chapters. We weren't doing as much business as everyone else. we just actually, um, you know, given you the door. And yet you still felt like this was the chapter that you needed to be a part of. And I think that's what this podcast is really about. Brett, even though his credibility um, and the accountability was really, you know, in a bit of a ter- turmoil, the trust that you had built... Within the chapter, you knew that that was the chapter that you could trust to help you get back on track. And you do put your customers first. If you, are, if you are given a referral, you're onto it like that. But when it came to the chapter, you felt like you could be late. And there was some other stuff that was going on. So this is the thing. You may be really good at your business. b only magnifies the things that you're really good at and magnifies the things that you aren't really good at. And if you get into that system which has happened for you the second time around, you will become a member that is showing all the other members what a great BNI member looks like. And that's where you're at at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, that's actually happened too. So, so Brett, now you're one of the top performers in your chapter uh, in, the, in the green, the traffic lights as well. And um, how's that, what's that done for your business this time around?
1: Well, that's, that's you know, that's the thing. So just by acknowledging that, that I was doing a horrible job of being uh, a, a smart, um, you know, business owner, that immediately opened doors. So it immediately gave me, you know, by, you know, in business, uh, in life in particular, you know, but in business especially, ego has no place. And um, I certainly learned that because, you know, I come from a background, I spend more than 20 years playing basketball competitively. And so ego was everything. You know, I'm, I'm a classic case of perhaps somebody who has white line fever. You know, it doesn't matter what I'm participating in. Once I cross the line, whether it's like real sports or esports, I want to win at everything. And so for me, um, ego and being competitive and, you know, trash talking and all those things really drove a lot of my behaviours. And what I realised is that some of those are great in business, you know, you want to be competitive and you want to have pride in what you do but what there's no place for is having an ego and ignoring the opportunities where you can be better or grow as a person or a business and so really coming back to, to BNI and and learning those lessons um, most importantly um, you know the old saying of you know the reason that you've got two ears and one mouth and so you can listen twice as much as you talk. So listening to other people that have done, you know, or that have worked in their business longer than I have, that have owned a business longer than I have, what are the things that I can learn from them in this room? Like, who are these people? And that, especially in my chapter, like, I feel incredibly blessed to have been around so many great business owners um, and not just even necessarily as, as members, uh, you know, you make connections sometimes with visitors as well. Um or guests from from other chapters, and just listening and learning from them is a really powerful thing. And that's what I think I've really um, what I've tried to do really well this time around in BNI is you know for the last couple of years is is just to listen to other people.
0: Yeah, and uh, your agency is now reaping uh, reaping those results.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say like right now, it's um, my agency's in a better position than it's ever been in. Um, And, um, you know, like in that first instance where I was in BNI, um, where I didn't last, you know, I had situations there where, you know, financially I couldn't afford to pay somebody $100 a week to help. Now I've got, you know, an assistant that, um, that works with me regularly for, you know, 15, 20 hours a week and that's only improving and increasing you know as the weeks go on and that's a real testament to um being able to take advantage of listening and learning from the members in my chapter
0: okay fantastic so um you know this is a uh, this is a great story for people you know listening out there who uh who might be struggling a little bit with b B&I and i and you know, just working the system and doing the right thing. And uh, you know, I tell you what, mate, it's incredibly brave to share your story on here because so uh, it's uh, and great for you know for putting that up and and really showing their um, you know your love of b and um, you know where you can uh, you know where you can actually fit in and and actually uh, and. You can change, and you can actually pivot and and get those things right, and it can be a success for your business in the end. And uh, and the other benefits, like be, you know, a lot of people don't take into the account the benefits of having that peer group there, that bounce things off, learning from the best, because you know usually we got a lot of good people in BNI, so learning from those. People are really good in business, especially if your business is is, uh, is in its infancy and, and has been around for a lot more, just having them as a sanding board, building those relationships. And, you know, people are there to help people. So, you know, you can ask someone in your group, oh, gee, you know, I'm having a bit of trouble with this. What did you do? They'll tell you. There's no secret squirrel business. They'll, they'll share the knowledge.
2: I think... Um A really good thing for anyone in uh in BNI to take away from this podcast is that the system of BNI is there to help us and help us in our business and if you can integrate it into your business your business will just expand that's just the nature of the beast of BNI but also to remember that the membership committee are there to manage the process and it is a really hard process to manage someone out of a chapter because you know that person is occupying a seat that brings a lot of value to the chapter and having to send out disciplinary letters and and all of that and keep having those conversations. It is really, really difficult. So Brett, my question for you is, what advice would you give someone who might be in a position where their accountability is being questioned, where possibly you know they're, they're falling behind on on the on the things that they promised that they would do when they joined as a member? What would you say to them when they might be getting these letters from the um, membership committee? And and how would you, um, I guess, what advice would you give them to make the most out of this opportunity that they're getting to be able to do it better?
1: I think there's um, two really valuable things that I think just from my own experience I can share to, to help others. One is um, you've, you have to realise that what you're part of is bigger than yourself. Um, you're you're uh, a piece in in a much bigger puzzle. By being part of a BNI chapter, you're not only part of that chapter, but you're part of the BNI family as a whole. You know, like I would have never thought if if I went back now and thought about you know when I was removed from BNI, you know, almost three years ago to now, you know, you come forward to, you know, maybe a month ago and I had the opportunity to ask Ivan Meisner a question directly over Zoom, I would have never thought that I would have had the opportunity to, to get that kind of, you know, like it's an incredible opportunity to ask somebody like Ivan um, a, a question and, and to have that engagement with him. And so my... The, the best tip I can give anybody is um, this great... Tony Robbins quote which is that there's no faking sincerity you have to genuinely care about the people that you're around that you surround yourself with every day and not just um, the BNI members you know and caring about them but you have to genuinely care about the people that you do business with you know if you are putting your own needs and your own desires and your own like financial gains and those kind of things ahead of anything else that you're doing business, you're doing business wrong. It's you, like, you need to do a complete 180. If you're turning up to your BNI meetings and like, you know, setting up at the, at the moment on Zoom, you know, you're setting up your camera and just kind of kicking back and not really paying attention. And, you know, when, when it's your turn to do your referral request or your, thank you for closed business, you're fumbling for your phone or you're not organised. Like it shows disrespect to the other members who take the time to sit and listen and pay attention so that they can give the best possible referral to you and to everybody else in the chapter. So really that the best advice is just to genuinely
0: care about what you're doing. Well, I really love it, Brett, and what a good thing to uh – finish up on so thanks for being with us today um how about giving your website a bit of a plug or where can people find you
1: yeah absolutely um so they can they can uh, visit my website at bsda.com.au or you can check us out on all the social channels as well
0: fantastic thanks for being with us brett today and uh veronica thanks for getting brett on so thanks, uh brett. awesome insight and a little bit different to what we've had previously
2: well, I don't know about that. We, You know, B&I, it's about Australian stories of our members. And I think Brett's story is um, one of the best success stories because, you know, we need to be vulnerable. We need to accept in B&I that, you know, we're all a bunch of business owners, but we're a bunch of human beings doing the best we can. And I love Brett's story, not only because it shows someone who's vulnerable and and the power of trust and the process of B&I, but it also is a bit of an example for um, incoming membership committees about you know the importance of making sure that when you're bringing new members into the room that you're setting them up for success don't just take a body in the room set them up make sure they're very clear on the expectations ask them at the get-go is there anything that we can do to help you meet the expectations that you need to to be a good b i member
0: and I mean, you know, uh, know membership committees coming forward it's going to be it's easier for them if they manage the expectations from the start so yeah. you know before you accept an application to a an chapter to say, okay, this is the expectations of the group and make them clear and spell them out. And we'll only accept you on the basis that, you know, you know these expectations and then you're going to meet them. And when you have to actually do something about them, if someone doesn't meet the expectations, they already know it already. So um, it makes it a lot easier to go through. You say, oh, remember we went through this? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, so you know why can't you actually please do it otherwise you know we're going to have to uh, open up your category in the group
2: and if someone's there I mean I, I can't remember um because I wasn't involved in membership I was um, uh, president at the time when Brett came in but if if someone like Brett was coming in and said look I don't know if I can do the seven o'clock meetings don't say to them yes you can we'll help you if they're saying no 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 they're not the right fit and maybe they want to look for something else we need to set the members have to have success. They need to feel successful in the group.
0: Yeah, and, and what we do is not for everyone. So, mm-hmm. and different businesses, the time has to be right. And probably the first time around for Breddy, the 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 time wasn't right. And second time around, it was. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not for everyone at every time.
2: And just one one thing that I will say that um, I think is really important is. If you've got a member that's coming back for a second time from another chapter, even if the, the stats aren't exactly what you'd like for your chapter, don't judge a member on their past performance. Judge them on where they are at the moment and what your chapter expectations are because Brett is a fantastic example of someone who came back as one of the best members in our chapter, always yeah. in green, mentoring other members, always giving, highly referable. So you might be missing out, just you're making a... a an assumption about someone because of their past experience. And we hate that in B&I when someone says, oh, I don't want to come to another meeting because I've, I've already got an experience of another meeting I went to. Mm. You know, we need to check case-by-case case
0: basis. 100%. And Set those expectations up front, what's expected. Uh, and if you want to give someone a go, say, hey, okay, well, these are the expectations. Uh, as long as you meet this, we'll have you back.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I'm just so grateful that uh, Brett came on today. Just um, just really appreciate the trust that he had in me to do that great so i think we're going to wrap up episode 34 but not without your success tip for the week
0: oh my tip of the week i thought we'd never going to get there V. (laughs) all right so mine's around the new leadership teams and uh we we touched on this a little bit at the start of the uh podcast we were talking about the leadership team trainings and uh I'd like to just highlight for those new leadership teams the hidden elements of the b and meetings. Now, we all follow a BNI agenda, and that agenda's been there for a reason, and it's been formulated over 35 years, what was originally a one-page document on a typewriter. That was all B&I was 35 years ago, if people remember typewriters. Do you remember typewriters, Fee?
2: I actually was um, I, I'm old enough. I got typing taught to me at school,
0: We're showing our age now. (laughs) Brett's looking at us in bewilderment. uh, (laughs) But uh, they'll never know the pain of having to go and pull something out and put a bit of Tipex on it to cover up your spelling mistakes. (laughs) Anyway, um, what I'm saying here, there's a lot of hidden elements in the meeting. So it's very important to know the why behind every element of what we do because everything's there for a reason. So don't dismiss anything until you actually know the why behind it. And what I find, when I know the why behind something, I'm a lot more confident with it and following it through and doing it well. So if you're not sure... Take your time to find out the why. So ask someone in your group, ask your ambassador, your director, consultant, and tell them, okay, I'm, I'm a bit confused why we do this because I'm not comfortable with it. And they'll tell you the why behind it. And there's usually a hidden element there. And there's a great presentation you'll find on BNI University, the hidden elements of a BNI meeting by Dr. Ivan Meisner. And uh, he does some videos on it, which are great. So that's my tip for the week, B, And I think it's a really good thing to uh, finish up on.
2: I think so, too. It's been a fantastic podcast today. And, of course, we couldn't do it without our producer, Steve. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Steve.
2: And uh, to everyone who's listening, thank you for your support. Have we hit 10,000 view um, downloads yet?
0: Yes, we have. Yay! We hit 10,000 during the week. So yeah. thank you, everyone. We really appreciate your support. And uh, the the amount of uh, listens, as people are pointing out a bit more about it, they're, they're, they're binging on the podcast, they're going back and doing a bit of a binge and I'm getting feedback from people doing that which, uh, which really helps our cause and gets the message out and uh, yeah, we're, we're really proud of what we're doing and we really appreciate the nice words you say about us when, we, uh, when we're seeing you in trainings etc.
2: Yeah, thank you. If uh, if you're listening, please do do us a favour and share it with someone that you know because you just never know. They might uh, end up coming in as, as either your visitor or even maybe a chapter member or it might just be a member of B&I who will have their experience uh, improved as well.
0: And V, if someone has a great short story they, they want to share about their experience in, uh, in B&I, message us on the Facebook page, B&I The Australian Story, and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll follow you up.
2: We're looking for stories from all over Australia. Thank you for listening to episode 34, B&I, The Australian Story.